0: Praise as you return to your seats. Hallelujah, Jesus. I want to thank you, Lord, now. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. I feel the presence of the Lord so heavily in this place. I feel the Holy Ghost in this place in the name of Jesus. I feel the Spirit of the Lord ready to do some miraculous things in this place in the name of jesus just in your seats can we begin to entertain him one more time in the name of jesus god right now i pray lord that you have your way god i pray lord that we throw everything that we have as a plan to the side how that we all oh, we we welcome you in jesus name god into this place God, that you would come, Lord, that we are subject to your will and your moving. Oh, that we would open up the heavens, God, that you would begin to pour out upon us your spirit, Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Can we just be sensitive to the moving of the Lord right now? we be sensitive to the moving of the spirit in Jesus name if you're waiting on something else if you're waiting on something to happen this is what you're waiting for the presence of the lord is in this place right now if you would just be sensitive and raise your hands I just feel to echo what Brother Roberts preached this morning, that wherever you're at, God sees you. That whatever the need is, God sees you and he knows it. But it's time to come to the well. It's time to come to him. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray, Lord, that you would minister to us in such a way. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. One more time. Can we just give God a hand, clap of praise? In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. It is so good to be in the house of the Lord with you all tonight. And thank you for being sensitive. Thank you for being sensitive to how the Lord is moving. And I pray that we would remain sensitive throughout the rest of this service. Because we, he, we are here not for any other reason but then to experience a move of the Lord. Am I right? That we are here not because we wanted to get dressed up. That we wanted to come to, just needed a place to go. But we are here so we can experience the fullness of our God. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name, we want to feel you move. God, we want to feel your presence. In Jesus' name. Now, before we would go any further, I would like to give honor to our pastor truly. I think that we are truly blessed with one of the greatest, if not the greatest pastor that's ever been, that's ever that ever was, that ever existed. We truly are blessed with it. I mean, I really think that's, a, that's almost an understatement, that I, I'm just so incredibly thankful for the leadership of our pastor and our first lady. And I really hope that they, uh, yeah, well, let, let's get, I don't know if they're watching, let's give them a hand, clap of praise. Because we, we love our pastors. I hope that they are enjoying their brief time away with their amazing family. And I want to say... Thank you to the preacher and the teacher that is formerly known as Brother Roberts. Now, Pastor Roberts. Thank you, Brother Roberts. My wife and I unfortunately uh, will not be here this coming Sunday to celebrate the Roberts with everybody and celebrate the Roberts with Brother and Sister Roberts. We won't be here to to celebrate their last Sunday next week. But to Pastor and Sister Roberts, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for your consistency. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your kindness. And as much as I selfishly don't want to see you guys go, I know the church in Two Rivers, Wisconsin, is going to be greatly blessed by y'all. We're going to miss y'all. We love you, Brother and Sister Roberts. And God is going to bless the Roberts as well. In Jesus' name. Now, if you all have your Bibles, will uh, will you turn with me to the gospel according to John? And we're going to start with chapter number one. We're going to start with verse number one. This is a popular scripture. I think we all know it. So I think it would be really cool if, as one big choir congregation, amen, if we would all just read this verse aloud together. The scripture says, in, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Verse two, the same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. Verse four, in him was life, and the life was the light of men. Verse five, and the light shineth in the darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Amen, and if you would then also turn with me, if you you don't have to turn, it'll be put up on the screen. So what will be my, I think, my my favorite book, behind the book of Joshua, of course, the book of Isaiah. We're going to go to Isaiah chapter number 40, and we're just going to read two verses there. Verse number 7, Isaiah chapter 40, verse number 7 says, The grass withereth, the flower fadeth, because the Spirit of the Lord bloweth upon it. Surely the people is grass. And verse eight says, the grass withereth, the flower fadeth, but the word of our God shall stand forever. In Jesus' name, and this leads me to my title for tonight. The word will endure. So before you are seated, can we just one more time invite the presence of the Lord into this place? In Jesus' name, God, I want to pray right now, Lord. God, that you would anoint me, God, as a vessel, God, for your spirit to flow through. God, that you would use me as a mouthpiece to speak your word. God, I pray right now, God, that you would begin to prepare the hearts. God, that you would begin to prepare the minds. God, that you would begin to prepare the soul. In Jesus' name, to receive what it is, God, that you have for us. In Jesus' name, God, I thank you, Lord, right now in advance. In Jesus' name, can we all just seal it? In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Jesus' name. Now, I do not plan on preaching for a long time tonight. I know that doesn't come... As a shock to anybody in this place, if you have heard me preach before, you know it is not a long time. I'm here for a good time, but I am not here for a long time. I feel as though that, that even, even though that doesn't come, a, come as a shock, I feel that's the truth, that everybody here was expecting me not to go for a long time. I'm going to take my time even just saying this part, because the seconds keep ticking, and it counts towards my total score at the end. (laughs) I'm not here for a long time. But the truth is, I feel as though even by my title scriptures, I was already kind of tilting my hand and letting you kind of take a peek at my cards already just a little bit. But the truth is, over the last week, sitting even in, in service last, last Sunday, I kind of felt the Lord place this word in me for today, and that today I feel led to preach not on a complex thought or even preach on a deep theological study, but I just feel led in my spirit to help restore somebody's faith tonight. That through it all, that the, uh, that the Word will endure. Amen. That whatever happens, the Word will endure. Yes. And that our God is in control. Amen. And if yes. you don't believe it, I want to prove it to you tonight. Yes. That if you were to look back throughout all of our history, the history of Christianity... That there has been persecution of the church. That there has been persecution of God's people. And there has been persecution of the word. But yet the word will still endure. In the name of Jesus. If we were to look back in, in the history of Christianity. In 303 A.D., the Roman emperor Diocletian demanded that every copy of all the scriptures in the entire Roman Empire would be burned but he failed and after 25 years the Roman Emperor Constantine commissioned a man named Eusebius we'll just all agree that that's how it's pronounced So we'll all say Eusebius after we leave here, knowing that that is the correct way. (laughs) Agreed? Agreed in Jesus' name. (laughs) But he commissioned this Eusebius to make 50 copies of the Bible at the government's expense. So where the government tried to destroy the word, now the word was being produced by the government. Then Voltaire, the French skeptic who died in 1778, said that with a hundred years of my time, Christianity would be nothing but swept away from the existence and swept away only being a thing of history. And Voltaire said that the Bible would be a forgotten book. But see, only 50 years after his death. Only 50 years after his death, the Geneva Bible Society used this man's printing press and this man's house to produce stacks of the Bible. In the name of Jesus, I've come to tell you that our word will endure, that the word of God will endure. In the name of Jesus, that the word of our God has certainly endured. It has survived centuries of manual transcription, uh, being written on material that will pass and perish. It has survived centuries of persecution. It has survived ever-changing philosophies. It has survived all sorts of critics. It survived the neglect of the pulpit. It survived the neglect of the pew. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, it survived doubt, it survived disbelief, and still the word of our God endures in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, Lord. Let me tell you, surely if this was just a book, if this was just a book written by man, if this thing here was not the God-ordained word, if this was not God... If this was not in the beginning, the word, if this book had not been the book of God, men surely would have just, just, just destroyed this book long ago emperors have tried to destroy this book popes and priests have tried to destroy this book Uh, kings and princes and rulers have all tried to destroy this book and the thing is is they all die but this book still lives everyone say it with me the word will endure the word will endure A thousand times over, death knell of the Bible has been sounded. The funeral procession has formed. The inscription has been chiseled into the tombstone. And its committal has been read. But somehow, somehow, the word will endure. In the name of Jesus. But don't be confused. It may be enduring throughout these things. It may be surviving out of these things. But this word is not coming out with a limp. This word is not coming out needing a crutch. This word is not coming out with a broken bone needing to hobble along. But this thing is not just enduring. But this thing is thriving. In the name of Jesus, this, this word is not coming out limping, but it's coming out stronger than it was before. See, any time there's opposition to the word, any time there is opposition to the things of God, it doesn't just disappear, but it always comes through stronger than what it was before. In Jesus' name, the things of God will endure. In the name of Jesus, this, this church will endure. Living hope will endure. See, if you would just look back at over, just almost now, two years ago, I hate to even mention it, I, why I dreaded even putting it in my sermon tonight, but if we were to look back about two years ago, almost exactly at the beginning of COVID, On paper, or on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, or TikTok, or or whatever social media that you're a part of, 2020 and 2021 has been notated as the worst year in history. That it it may be uh, uh, the worst year in any person in this room in their lifetimes. See, starting, if we were to do a line graph, charting the events, what we would see is that January 21st, Patient zero starts, or uh, happens, starts, we'll say start. Patient zero is infected in the United States. The first case of COVID hits Seattle, Washington. Then we begin to see it sweep throughout our entire country. We then ourselves head into quarantines where 10 days turns into three months where we then see senior years canceled. We see weddings postponed. We see church doors closed, not just on a temporary basis, but we see them closed permanently because of what has happened in our world. See, church doors are closed and services went online. For three months, we stayed at home, cleaning, And reorganizing. Everything we owned was reorganized. And then after those two weeks where everything was cleaned and organized, we just stared out the window for three months. Hey, they're going on a walk. What do you, where do you think they're going? Should I go say hey? No, 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 I can't. I can't. That's too scary. See, at a certain point, we begin to question if we would ever even leave our houses again. Then we wondered if we would ever even not wear a mask after that. But in the midst of all that our country was going through, it seemed that it was just being torn apart at the seams with racial tension and injustices. Where it seemed that just when we were starting to see the light of day, we then sink into a deeper despair. And our country would then, oh, it would just seem like we're getting ready to get over the hump, but then fall back down into the depths. But in the midst of all of this madness, something was happening here at Living Hope. Sure, this church took its licks in a time. Sure, we had our struggles as a church Living Hope faced the same exact challenges across the board that every single church in the United States was facing. But at the same time, it felt felt like we were being shaken, that, that everything was beginning to come down on us and on this church. At the same time, we were being knocked around by what's happening outside of these walls. God has been doing something inside of these four walls. In the name of Jesus, I want you all to hear me on this. While sometimes it may have felt like the church was facing a persecution from the outside, on the inside, we were seeing God do the miraculous. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. On the inside, we're seeing God move and change people's lives. On the outside, between March 2020 and today, October 17th, 2021, the mentality is let's just keep it moving. Let's get out of 2021. Man, we got beat up, we got destroyed in 2020. 2021's not much better. Let's just get out. Let's get to 2022. That's been the universal mentality outside of these four walls. That's the outside. The outside, it's let's just get through this. Let's keep going. I can't can't handle it right now. Let's just go. That's the outside. But on the inside... If we were to look back between March 2020, right at the beginning when the doors began to close, and to uh, all the way through to this date today, October 17th, 2021, there has been 63 people baptized in the one saving name of Jesus Christ, in living hope alone. In the name of Jesus. That if we made an outside uh, uh, line, it would read of only tragedy after tragedy, forest fires, COVID deaths and COVID mandates. But in here, that time would say that Alana Gutierrez was baptized in Jesus' name. That Alexis Gutierrez was baptized in Jesus' name. That Amira Harley was baptized in Jesus' name. That Angel Torres was baptized in Jesus' name. That Antonio Barnes was baptized in Jesus' name. I've got more. That Brianna Morgan was baptized in Jesus' name. That Carlos Dixon was baptized in Jesus' name. That Christy Coran Bauer was baptized in Jesus' name. The Lord's been doing something in Living Hope. The Lord's been moving inside Living Hope. Outside it may seem dreary. Outside it may seem doomy. But in here, God is moving. That in here, in this place, the word is enduring. That God is still moving. That there may seem as though there's persecution coming. It may seem as there's maybe a hand being pushed down upon the church. But the Lord and God is still enduring. In Jesus' name. in Jesus' name. See, there's Chyna Eaton who was baptized in Jesus' name. There was Daniel James Alam who was baptized in Jesus' name. See, there was Deborah Johnson who was baptized in Jesus' name. See, Dante Cook was baptized in that one name, Jesus Christ. Eddie Boatwright was then baptized in Jesus' name. Eden Somerville was baptized in Jesus' name. James Phillips was baptized in Jesus' name. Kaylen Spinks was baptized in Jesus' name. Omari Miles was baptized in Jesus' name. Richard Franklin III was baptized in Jesus' name. Yesina Rodriguez was baptized in Jesus' name. And then today, Sunday, October 17th, 2021, Kim and Andre Collins Sweets was baptized in the one true name of Jesus. See, the Bible says that all of heaven rejoices when just one is saved. We got a lot to be rejoicing about. This spirit's been pouring out on living hope and in this community. In the name of Jesus, the word has been enduring in this town. Jesus God, I just want to worship you for the people who've been saved. God, I want to worship you for the souls that were one. I tell you, i see that out there it might be the worst year that they've experienced, but in here, oh God, in here, oh tell you i tell you in the name of Jesus. The Bible says that all of heaven. Rejoices when one is saved I think it would be okay If we just took a minute to rejoice In the name of Jesus Can we just begin to have the kind of party That heaven would have In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus In Jesus' name In Jesus' name In the name of Jesus, (laughs) oh, we've been waiting. It's been prophesied. It's been talked over this church that there is a a revival coming. And what I'm seeing as I was was praying, and I I believe God truly opened my eyes to something. I don't think it's a fresh revelation, but it's something that was a revelation to me. Is that we've we've been praying for a revival so long that we maybe sometimes forget to have a celebration for the souls who are being won on the day today. And I'm not, I'm not speaking against waiting on revival. That's what I want to speak on next. That, 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 that outside, that outside wants what we have on the inside. That outside is waiting for what we have on the inside. Oh, I don't know if it's just me and Jess, but uh, uh, maybe it's happening. Oh, I know it's happening to James and Naomi. There's people. That are coming up to us. Hey, you go to church? Well, yeah. Uh, Well, I gave it away. They're like, you just look like Joel Osteen a little bit. And I'm like, what? I'm like, hang on. I don't even know what that means. Is that a compliment or an insult? there is something happening that that, that, the, that the, the time is coming the time is coming where the things that that God has promised to us are about to happen Amen. that that it's been it's been two years and we've been getting a small taste of what God is getting ready to to pour out on this church in the name of Jesus that's 63 <laughs> now, I, 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 could, I asked Joy and Andre for a list. They got that list to me of 63 people. If we went back to January, that list goes, uh, I think, to 79, maybe, maybe more, uh, maybe less. I'm not sure. But, but God is just showing us a glimpse, a glimpse of what's about to come. Because as it, as it's, as it gets worse and worse out there, they're going to want more and more of what's in here. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And the only thing, the only thing, the only thing that can stop the word from enduring, the only thing that can stop God from moving forward and continuing to do what he wants to do in our community. It's not any mandate that's going to come down from our government. It's not anything that that gas prices are going to prevent. It's not anything that food shortages are going to do. It's not anything like that. But the one thing that can stop God from enduring. From, keep, from going in the word to endure. Is us. Yeah. There is not anything on an external thing. There's not an external force that could stop. What God has for living hope in every person who is a part of this church. The only thing that could stop that is you. If we close our mouths, mouths, if they if they start to, to raise mandates again, if they start to, to if we start to lose things that we allow the fear of everything out there to dictate how we do things in here. That will stop what God has for us. God has, uh, I don't know, 100 soul revival. I say that's a minimum. Waiting for living hope. But, if we close our doors, if we close the doors of this church, if we close our mouths, If instead of raising our hands, we stuff them in our pockets. If we limit what God can do. That's the only thing that can stop Him. That's the only thing that will keep the Word from enduring. In the name of Jesus. I wish that we would make up in our minds. And I wish we would make up in our hearts. That there would be a burden for the things of God. God, that I want to buy into the eternal. God, because your word, it says that his word shall stand forever. And it was gonna go past this, this earthly vessel, this earth, this earthly place that we're living in, but it's gonna go on forever. Sometimes it is easy to start on your destination without knowing the exact path that it takes to get there. To get to our destination, we need to follow the one who knows our predestined path. Be sure to subscribe and watch us every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Also, visit us at www.livinghopemd.com. So I'm going I'm going away